0: Welcome to Doctor 3, a Hearthstone podcast dedicated to giving you explosive growth and climbing the standard ranked ladder. I'm your host, Daring Alkaline, and along with me are my fellow hosts, Grand Masters and Master Dragon Dragonrider, and of course, Major Death. Okay. So welcome <laughs> back, Darren. Yay, yay, it feels good it good, feels good to be back and to do, be doing that again. So, yay. <laughs> yeah,
1: that that was way better than my attempt. No, but, it wasn't. Oh, you know? No, it wasn't. <laughs> oh. Well, y- you got it down. Yeah, Mine I was like uh, more... I'm trying this. I mean, it's shaky. He,
2: he has had a little <laughs> bit more practice than, than you, True. so
1: you J- know, just, just a little bit. Just a little bit. <laughs>
0: Exactly. So thank you. Glad to be back. I'm glad not to be miserably sick on a Tuesday evening. So um let's just get into it and go to last week's poll question. What did we have last week, Mage?
2: All right. We were talking about the Brawlhiseum coming up, and we wanted to know, are you looking forward to the return of the Brawliseum? We had... A number of votes that I cannot seem to recall at the exact moment. 28 votes. We got 46.4% of you said, no, you're not looking forward to the Brawliseum 42.9% said, yes, you are. And the other 10.7% said you were not sure. So pretty close to 50-50 to there. Or maybe 40-40-10, I guess. But uh, yeah, so... If you're if you're looking forward to it, it's coming. So that's this that was last week's poll question.
0: Yes, I am indifferent. I'm glad there's another way for people to play if they want to play. So all right. So big news balance patch 23.2.2 2 brings balance changes to construction, constructed and battlegrounds. We have three cards nerfed. 17 buffed. Uh, that's that's a little bit that's of a, a departure lot. for from the normal. So um, guess what we're talking about in the main topic. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. hmm. So we'll just yeah, quickly that's... go over everything here. So uh, first off, we have the nerf Strekthar. Only suns, summons one minion from your deck, down from two. Multi-strike costs two up from 1, and Dragon Bane Shot costs 3, up from 2. Okay, so this is going to be a long list of buffs. First, we have Demon Hunter. Zaleg, his stocks deal 2, up from 1. So they start at 2, and then they go to 3. So it still goes up by 1 every turn. Okay, then we have Hunter, Harpoon Gun. The cost of the dredge beast is now uh three up from two. So it costs three less if the, you dredge a yeah, beast. Re,
2: the cost is reduced by yes. three instead of two. Yes.
0: I was reading it as is and then yeah. reiterating yeah. the the uh the uh difference. So then we have pet collector um is the uh, five mana now it's a four-four uh summon a uh beast from your deck, give it rush. Correct. Um, and Summoned then a beast from
2: your deck that costs five or less. Okay. It doesn't,
0: it, it doesn't give it a rush. It's just five or less. It does not. Yeah. Okay. And the Asharan Saber, both it and the Sunken Saber it puts on the bottom of the deck, now have four attack. Priest, we have the Blackwater Behemoth. It now costs seven, down from eight. Whirlpool now costs eight, down from nine. Shadow cloth, needle, shadow cloth needle cost one, down from two, and serpent wig gives plus one plus two, up from plus one plus one. So you need to bust out the serpent wig again, Dragon Rider.
1: <laughs> Got a buff. Oh my gosh! I should have <laughs> sitting yeah. on my desk here.
0: <laughs> Just do it tomorrow. Be like this is the honor of the buffs. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Uh, then we have Rogue. Rogue got Tooth of Nefarian. It costs two, down from three. That's the three, three uh, th- deal. Three damage, honorable kill, discover a spell from another class. Correct. Si seven Smuggler. The unimproved version. The unimproved version summons a one-cost man- minion. So, it's back to how it originally was performing. <laughs> yep. Yep. yep it count it, it basically worked. it
2: counts itself now <laughs> as opposed to uh not yeah. counting itself like it like it it did and then it didn't and now it does again
0: so wild wild paw noel is a five mana of four five from a six mana of three five wasn't this his original stats too i mean yep. it's, yeah it's a lot yep. more bearable <laughs> when you don't have uh what do you call it uh secret passage right so yep. this the the card's a lot more fair when you can't discount it to zero on turn one um test graming cost seven now and hench clan burglar the four three is now a four four okay and then finally we have warlock we have sarcast cultist is up is a three four up from a two three Drag Below, which costs three. It used to cost four. And these are um, Abyssal Curse cards. So these are the cards that give yeah. the curses. Um, a Sharon Scavenger, which is a Murloc. Both it and its Sunken Scavenger are two mana, two threes from three mana, three fours. And the Blood Scent Vilefin, obviously a Murloc, costs three mana and has three attack down from a four mana attack so a lot of buffs here i did not think we
2: would get 17 buffs yeah i mean I'm (laughs) i'm not going to suggest that none of these needed like i'm fine with all all of these cards getting a buff i'm just surprised so many of them got a buff and i think the the ones that jump out to me the most are the hunter ones. I was not expecting hunter to get any buffs, but I'm I'm actually quite happy they did. Harpoon gun now is absolutely ridiculous. Card, yes, yes, I thought it, is. it was
1: good before. It I was. It, before. it is, and like, it is then good they did before. This and I was like, wait, what? <laughs> like, yeah, I it, know. It was good, but at the same time, like I I'm with you. I was really surprised that they buffed so many hunter things, and like that, like made something that was already good even better. But it almost feels like they had to in order to actually, like, kind of redirect the game plan of Hunter. I think yeah. if, if there wasn't enough changes to Hunter, people probably would have either stayed on Quest Hunter and just changed up, like, that one card. Or Hunter would just completely, like, fall off and not be anything. Which that like i don't think that would be that terrible either but it seems like they're trying to create something for all the classes yeah and
0: uh, it's incredible how hinge of a card it feels like dragonbane shot was and i i didn't think like i thought that was a great card in the in the deck but apparently that was it costing three mana now is just enough to be like uh, this is an addition. So uh, yeah, was
2: so such a good card in there. I I will say this: I, I'm very happy that uh, Team Five is better at figuring out what to buff for Priest than I was, because I I looked at the entire class and was like, I have no idea what I would buff. <laughs> I will say this: when I if I if you would have been like, you have to pick a card to buff. What would you pick? I probably would have picked the Colossal to get buffed, not because I wanted it to be buffed, but because I thought that card could get buffed and it wouldn't necessarily, you know, be the worst thing in the world. Uh, but I, I, I am really excited that Serpent Wing got a buff because I think that that card definitely, we're going to talk, like you said, talk about it during the main topic, but it, 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 it opens up some things for priests to do, um, that that really it couldn't it couldn't do with this just being a one one. I, I I feel like I feel like the serpent wing, wig deck is is actually a viable deck that's going to hang around and and I am happy to see that priest has a deck that is viable and and that and they're not just languishing at the bottom of the uh, the win rate table on HS replay with no. With no hope of anything uh, really coming to
0: fruition. Whirlpool feels really good now. Like, Whirlpool feels so much better now than when it was at 9. Just that one turn sooner. It Yeah, I, I'm super excited about that. So, like, I don't know how slow you can play Priest right now, but damn. That seems like a good one for the long term of like a more controlly priest okay uh so we have the developer insight on the balance changes from gallon it's a long thread with the rationale behind the cards nerfed and the buffs shared on twitter also discuss uh discuss colossal minions and what classes slash decks they'll keep an eye on nerfs Drekthar, since the launch launch of voyage to the sunken city Drekthar has been the best card in two of three uh, of the best decks in the format, miles away from the next best cards. Alongside this, the experience of going up against a turn three or turn four Drekthar made it feel like nothing else mattered. Clear outlier in both data and player sentiment made Drekthar a slam dunk nerf target for this patch. And like, this is what I was terrified of when I saw Drekthar originally put out like that was the card that i was like well the alliance has no chance to win because the horde got Drekthar and like i feel like vandar was like a meme card but Drekthar was like the real serious business and then just took rotation for Drekthar to just like s- molly stomp everyone else in the uh the meta so
1: what 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 Molly Stomp? I have never heard that before.
0: I, I, I'm gonna have to look up what
2: that means as well.
0: I have no okay. idea what that means,
2: but but Drek'thar was yes. I mean Drekthar was good in a five set meta, Drekthar was good in a six set meta. It was an absolute yeah. tyrant in a four set meta, which I think if you look at how it was used and how it was abused really in the five and six set meta. You could you could kinda see this coming, but it is it <laughs> it it has been addressed and it is it is strangely enough, I was listening to the the first impressions podcast from Vicious from Syndicate and they were talking about the fact that you know, people are still running Drekthar in an aggro demon hunter list and it's still like the best card of the deck. It's just the deck as a whole isn't nearly as good as as it was. But
1: even Thank even God. just
2: pulling one minion it's still a a, a pretty good card but uh, you know between it getting nerfed and not the deck being not as good less people playing it it is it is uh it is not something we're going to see as much of going forward and they figured out a way to compensate the diamond card players as well they gave 3000 gold to anybody that invested the $25 to buy the diamond version of Drek'thar, which uh, hats off to t- Team Five coming up with a a what I think seems to be uh, a pretty unanimously positive um, compensation reward for those players. I didn't I don't think I saw a single player talking about how how that wasn't sufficient as far as um, compensation for the card getting
0: nerfed. I mean that's fair. They get they get to keep the card and they get the three thousand. 000- 3,000 gold for it, you know, just for the fact that it got nerfed. So I think that's a really fair trade. That's a very positive interaction there.
1: Yep, I agree.
0: All right, so then we have Multi-Strike is already an incredibly efficient removal slash damage dealing tool. But when combined with cards like Dread Prison Glaive is a clear outlier for what early game removal should be. Looking ahead, Multi-Strike will be in the format for the next couple of years, so we're nerfing it for both the health of the current and the health of the future metagames. Yeah? <laughs>
2: that
0: was such a good... That was
2: such a back-breaking card, Multi-Strike, when it's used in combination with the Dread Prison Quave. Because it, it it literally felt like you could not put taunts down because you were just going to take double damage um, from the weapon both from whatever the taunt would have taken as well as then you get hit in the face for that same amount it's just it is so it was so so rough and I mean you can still do it but it, it's it's going to be a lot harder to weave into specifically early turns it's, it's going to be really difficult to have those huge swings in the early game Where it felt like if you played the the Glaive on one, pretty much any time in the next three turns, you could just spend spend one mana and just completely clear their board, push a bunch of face damage, and then be like, I'm in the commanding position to win this game.
0: Yeah, I mean, that was the problem. It's so efficient. It's so efficient at doing what it does. Plus two attack
1: and two attacks for one mana.
0: Insanity.
1: that's what you'd pay for a hero power to do one damage once right so you're paying the same amount as the hero power but you were getting way more effects for the same cost and it's like yeah that's that, that's a little too much
0: all right sorry um and then the last one is um while Quest Hunter has an appropriate power level outside of Drek'thar it can be frustrating to repeatedly play against. Uh Dragon, Bot, Dragon Bane Shot is one of the most flexible tools that the deck has. So softening it should improve the play against experience versus hunter. Yep. I mean that that, that about says it all. <laughs> it was uh uh yeah, not fun to play against. So it just you never wanted to play a two
2: health dominion against hunter it just it felt like you were just specifically because it was it was going to be quest hunter and then it was like well you're going they're going to keep dragon main shot in the mulligan if they can find it because the potential that they're going to be able to get mo- multiple procs of the quest with a single card when it puts it back into your hand, if you honorably kill something, it just, it felt, it felt like a a nightmare if you had just two health minions that you were putting out there. And and so it, yeah, this is going to make it a little less, a little less great to do. Um, so.
0: Okay. But there was a
2: lot of, there was a lot of interesting, um, a lot of interesting things that Gallen said in this thread he talked and went into specifics talking about the colossals he talked about why they didn't uh you know touch warrior that they're going to be watching druid you know they talked talked about all the buffs and why they did those so we, we could spend an hour just going through that whole thread we're not going to do that so if you want to check out those other th- comments definitely check out the link that will be in the show notes but there there was a lot here and you know i love when they do this mm-hmm. you know we had we had that uh for uh, a long time and i am drawing a blank who was that that was doing that and he left oh alec dawson oh my God. alec alec yes. was doing this and it was fantastic Mm-hmm. and we loved him for doing it and i am really happy that gallen went through and did such a such a detailed you know almost basically card by card breakdown of of insights as to why why they picked these cards for for this
0: yeah i you know honestly i never got the warrior thing like i played enough warrior in that past meta to know that like Warrior is incredibly beatable. <laughs> so I was like, eh, I don't know that Warrior... I'm glad they didn't touch Warrior because I feel like... Yeah. Was not was not the main culprit there. So, okay. It just feels... Shield Slam feels so damn bad to
2: lose to. Yeah. you like Because you can't... It, a lot of decks, specifically decks that are aggressive to tempo-based are almost incapable of playing around the the shield the shield shatter combo with the buckler and, and the fact that it's got so much armor that really all they have to do is find the the shield shatter card and and they're going to be able to do it and your board's gone and and it's such a tight rope to walk that it just I don't know. I I was hoping that it would see some changes. It did not. We'll we'll see if it's if it's going to be a big deal.
0: If you don't want to lose to Warrior, play Paladin. You'll have a real good go. time. Play some Divine Shields. You've got to have yep. a good time. I promise you that much. Play Mech Paladin. You will not lose to Warrior. You will just be like, ha-ha, sucker. Meet my Bubble Bot.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway. <laughs> oh my God. anyway. I need to yell that the next time. That <laughs> I play it. Meet my Bubble Bot. <laughs>
0: Exactly. Oh, yeah. it's, it it feels just like it feels like when I'm playing or ta- uh, Warrior and I see a bubble I feel like I'm just being taunted. I'm like, "Okay, you you weren't beating yeah. me bad enough as is."
1: <laughs> There's just not quite enough removal in Warrior right now to mm-hmm. answer the repetitive boards that McPally puts out, especially with Divine Shields
0: yeah so it's that's why that's why i like no nerfs to paladin because yes it or uh warrior because like it does very well against aggressive decks but like druid can like just push it face down into the dirt and like paladin can like beat it rogue can beat it like it felt like that there were enough options and that like that roulette feels like good enough to do it so um but that's just my personal feeling so you know that's not based in other than you know what i've played so all right so heroic brawl returns to the tavern may 25th aka tomorrow when you're hearing this so standard deck for the for this brawl that lasts a week earn voice to sunken city packs dust gold and golden legendary for 10 plus wins so uh apparently 40 what was it uh yeah. 46.4 percent of our audience is not going to be playing it and not
1: excited yep. about it and, so
2: and dragon Rider's is going to be in there pounding noobs with that's right
1: <laughs> probably with paladin i'm probably good so choice excited for this yeah yeah I, um, I I know Mage and I talked about this last week, but I, and I've said it on stream a little bit, but and even in like some discords, but like I I do like the heroic Brawlseum because I think for me it feels like this is as close as we have to having like a competitive, <coughs> you know, tournament style format in the game. Like in the client. And I think for me, like that's why I'm so excited for it. And I mean, even even people who don't want to play it. I know there there is a lot of excitement generally around watching streamers play it. So, you know, there's like there's excitement around it for people to even watch it. Which, hello, that's uh called an esport. You have an audience and people are excited for it and want to watch it and cheer, you know. Like, ah! I just I'm so excited. I know everyone like not everybody feels that way, but if we even get it for just, just the short time, like it makes me hopeful that, like, come on, we can put something competitive in the game, please. Please. I can hope.
0: Oh. Uh, we, okay. we can, in <laughs> fact, hope. And I hope I hope that they, it does come. I'm glad I will be watching your stream and watching you play Heroic Brawl, see I I, uh listen, I am a whale. I can't justify the, the entry fee to potentially get washed out 0-3. So I'm like, I, I'm i going to, because let's just like, it's real quick that that goes from like, you know, like, oh, it's 10 bucks to like, I just spent like 60 bucks. That's a full game. And I'm like, some people really enjoyed that. It's, it's very worthwhile for them. It's just... That's just not me. That's that's not me. So I'm, but I am super excited. I know a lot of people get hyped and it's fun to watch people stream when they're hype about what they're playing. So looking forward to that. All right. uh um, oh, on a bit of a more downer, we have John Orange Westberg uh, was suspended from competitive play for a year. Uh, initially the suspension was acknowledged by orange in a tweet saying he was suspended due to a past or to a mistake in his past other pros and content creators aware of this mistake shared it was due to a sexual assault conviction and orange heads come out with a statement and then deleted his twitter account so uh, this has kind of been all around twitter and everything and it's it's just sad to have another event like this it just it never feels good and and it just it does not lend itself to being a uh a very inclusive space if if people like this are running running through it and uh, i don't i don't know what else to say about it but we just thought we would make a brief statement acknowledging and uh yeah and if no one else wants to say anything we will move on
1: yeah i, I mean i'm just gonna i'm gonna clarify these are not allegations or anything like that it was a taken conviction to court convicted in the court of law in sweden like there there's no beating around the bush or trying to like come up with you know No, no, like, bullshit. He said, she said. Nah, it was, this, you know, this was even more serious. Now, I I have heard and read that there's, the laws there may be a little bit more strict, but regardless, like, this, this is not a, like, oh, somebody's now coming out of the woodwork saying something, and now we're just gonna all make, like, statements because of this, who said what? No, this is. This is like a whole legal thing.
0: hmm
2: yeah. this, is, this is immensely disappointing. Uh, he is somebody that I thought was an ally and somebody that was wanting a very inclusive community uh, uh, in Hearthstone. And I don't think that you can legitimately do that If you're hiding something like this, I know, I know people can rehabilitate and that sort of thing and, and that, but it is, it it was exhausting looking through all of the comments and things last week and very, like like I said, very disappointing to see. And it is, we, we can't have people that do things like this in our community and expect it to be an inclusive community. And, and it's just, whether, whether it's actions, whether it's words, it is really important that we have a zero tolerance thing when it comes to this sort of thing, because it, it does not, it, it it just opens the door for, for others, I guess that, that think that that can happen. And so we, um, very uh you know it's 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 disappointing but i think it's best for everybody that he you know has moved on from from, from hearthstone and um, yeah this is very very disappointing
0: yeah it's. Mm.
1: i i will say kind of jumping off of of you as well The comments that also go along with that from both sides do get noticed from women, from other people, from people running events, from all that kind of stuff. So if you are out there on Twitter, whatever, and you are making comments on either side, those those are going to get noticed. I can tell you after reading some people's comments to that, If I were to see him at an event, maybe I would feel uncomfortable, but I can guarantee you some of the people who were applying with, with some things, I'm also going to be looking at them differently if I were to go to an event and see them there as well. So maybe, you know, maybe people who are making those comments don't give a shit how I feel or, or other people, but I, that's, you know, I'm just putting that out there, you know, I see that, but I, I will say a, a huge thank you and kudos to John Bray he put out uh, I know we were talking about this before recording but uh, he put out an immensely wonderful uh, like little twit longer and it's it is a very good feeling to have actual like allies and people in the community as well who say hey no and and on that note actually, think soddle was making some some really yeah. good um yeah. as well so i agree you know i i am very grateful that there are people like like them in the community as well because you know those are the people that will also make it encouraging and and good for people like me to keep staying in this in the community and in the scene and make sure that people do feel safe and welcome at events in the future because things are starting to open up so you know we're gonna have more land events and things like that so i'm just i i was grateful to see those comments as well but if if you were somebody who's in the scene making maybe not so great comments those get noticed too they get noticed
0: oh yeah that's oh just a moment and let's let's try and get back to the positive. It, it, I really hate that we have to go over it, and but it it needs yeah. to be acknowledged. It can't just be ignored. It needs to be acknowledged, and it needs to be noted that this won't be tolerated. This is not this is not an appropriate space for people who act, behave, or speak in that manner. It's just not and we're going to be an inclusive community. But if you are if that is something in your lexicon of behavior or speech, then we don't want you here. Like I'm not trying to tell people to get out, but yeah, it's just one of those things that well, you can't come in here and take advantage of other people regardless. And we're not going to stand by and let people um be made uncomfortable for who they are so like it, it's just it's upsetting to everyone involved and like as we're like I said we're trying to be allies as well to this cause yeah. and um yeah we're just we're we are also not going to tolerate it so
2: yeah, there there's no room for for that in this community and you know I keep Hoping and feeling like we're we've reached an end where we're not there, you know we don't have that anymore. But obviously, there's still work to be done, so that work will continue to need to be done until such a time as everyone feels like they can safely participate in this community.
0: Yes, here, here. Okay, all right. So, uh, we don't really have any. Do we have any tournament updates, Dragon?
1: Um, so in terms of tournaments, we don't have any like uh, big official tournaments. We're still kind of waiting for news on the next stuff for HSE Sports, like the, the official broadcasts. Um, In terms of that, at least constructed, not Battlegrounds, I think we know a little bit of Battlegrounds stuff. But I think we're still kind of waiting to hear some more about the kind of next steps in uh, the standard tournaments, but this coming weekend, uh, it's going to be Saturday, May 28th. There are four different qualifiers for uh, the dream hack community clash. So you can play in any of those four, but top two from each of those four tournaments makes a top eight tournament on Sunday this is gonna be Sunday, May 29th. And uh the top eight will get money. Anybody that qualifies for the top eight gets money. It's all gonna be casted, and the first place winner of that will get an invite to a masters tour. And even if you're not competing, I would love to have you all come hang out because I will be casting. Woo! Yay! Yay! I'm uh, <laughs> I was Woo! supposed to cast like two weekends ago, but then Yeah, literally like five minutes before we were getting in call, uh, internet went down in our area for multiple, multiple hours. And that was just, uh, I was already upset because of like not being able to go to DreamHack and other things and then that. And then the thing that we just talked about and it's, yeah, it was, it it was not a good time, but I think so far, unless the internet outage happens again, (laughs) I am slated to cast again this Sunday, so would definitely love to have you all come and hang out uh, on our final weekend of May for some casting, but uh, everything that I've seen is just some, like, third-party kind of run tournaments, uh, which, you know, I- I've been trying to post a little bit in my Discord, and uh, you can pretty much find them on Battlefy most of the time or on Twitter, but yeah, we're kind of in a little bit of a dip for the official stuff okay
0: well uh let us move on to the main topic and who better to lead the main topic than major death who wrote all the notes this week so <laughs>
2: i i think we need to talk about this snappy new meta that we've got going
0: on oh snap
1: we, things, <laughs> let me in things have
0: have changed
2: quite a bit i I'm going to just keep going here. Uh, <laughs> the The crazy thing is, so we talked about the fact there was three dirt nerfs, there were 17 buffs, and basically, if you look at like the win rate chart on the HS replay homepage, it looks almost like it's completely flipped around. I mean, it is absolutely crazy. the The difference, what a difference a week makes when it comes to to classes. We now. We have Paladin, Hunter, and Warrior sitting at the top of the list right now. Where's Demon Hunter? You ask. Well, it's with Druid at the absolute bottom. That's right. There's no Priest. There's no Rogue. There's no Warlock at the bottom. We were talking about how low their win rate was a week ago, and they are not in the in the bottom two anymore. It is those. Obviously, are all the classes that got got some buffs. So. Um, I, th- I think we have to talk about rogue and specifically thief rogue first because it is back. Uh, we we haven't seen it since since kind of the nerf to wild Pond knoll and uh, it has been the most played deck in Diamond to Legend since the balance patch came out last week, and not by a small margin either. If you if you look at the number, it is like hundred and ninety thousand games. And like the next highest is like under just under thirty thousand games. This <laughs> now I maybe maybe all the people that contribute games to HS replay really like Rogue. But I think it it's an indication of of people that were really excited about playing Thief Rogue again and, and felt like it was viable to do so. Uh, in part because Noel was was a, a a good card again because Demon Hunter was not a class you were gonna get run over by uh, on ladder. Um, I'm assuming you guys have seen Thief Rogue over the last week. What oh do you, yeah, have you played it? Yeah. What do you think? What do you think of it? Uh, has it felt pretty powerful to play against?
0: It feels good. It feels. It feels. Um... Like, it does what it wants to do efficiently. It is beatable, but it's also fun. Like, the the Wild Pool is fun to play. Just getting a real cheap rushing 4-5. A lot of fun. So, like, it just... I, I don't know. The, the whole package seems fun. Test going down to 7. And just going, like... You can go, like, full Thief Maestra um and just go like full burgol package and it's 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 fun it does not feel broken which i think the stats reflect it just it seems good it's does what yeah. rogue does it's got
2: good matchups it's got some bad matchups it, it yep. is it is like any other tier 2 solidly good deck it, you you know you can you can play it you can get to legend with it now yes
1: yeah i think at first everyone was like oh my god it's so good it's so Mm -hmm. (laughs) but yeah yeah, then like it kind of settled yeah like like you said then there's then there's some matchups i think people have kind of figured out oh okay there there are some decks that beat it um i was actually trying there was a list i saw on twitter that apparently is really popular in the chinese community on like the china server and I was trying it, and I was like, "What? <laughs> what is this deck? And maybe it works there, but I don't think it was working at all on the America server. Um, it was running, like, it was a much greedier, slower list, I think. But it, like, it had everything in it, it felt like. And I was just like, I don't understand this. Because it, that list felt like if you didn't hit the exact things you wanted early game, then it kind of just was like, I'm just kind of going to sit here with this stuff in my hand and not do anything. Um, so I, I definitely think rogue, especially for me has been one of the classes, like still seems like it's in a lot of refinement. Like people yeah. are still, I've seen talk about shadow step. I've seen talk about Tess, I've seen talk about the other cards, like if they're good or they bad. Uh, I think for me, the one that has felt consistent actually is the colossal which oh, I kind yeah. of like, like the Colossal, Gravitella like every time. <laughs> yeah. <good. laughs> yeah. Like every time it's played, it's like, oh, that, that's pretty solid. Um, mm-hmm. So it's been kind of cool. At least till like you see a little bit of the Colossals come back that aren't just Nellie into Smite, uh, mm-hmm. you know, because that was getting a little bit like, Oh my God, I don't want to see that anymore. Um, right. So that it's been really interesting seeing rogue so far, but yeah, I'm kind of right there. Like it's, pretty good but i don't think it's the absolute best but it's not terrible
2: right uh we warlock is seeing some play we have the abyssal curse deck is is seeing some play there's some people posting some high legend uh screenshots with it uh we even had d style pigging us on twitter with it with an abyssal uh warlock deck from language hacker i have not played it yet I still don't know if the deck is going to be good or not, but uh, yeah, that's not my style. But Murlock Warlock also seed some play as well. I mean, you buff two of their their cards to make those those Murlocs two mana rather than three mana, and it feels like the curve early on is really solid for that deck. And uh, I I want to play some more games with it. I, I've been the big Murloc Warlock com- Proponent on on this on this podcast and uh but have you guys played any any warlocks since since the patch
1: i Dragon have not... Tide, go ahead you haven't
0: i have not no i have not
1: oh okay interesting yeah. i i expected that you would have tried it okay i
2: i i too would have thought that
1: yeah uh, he's been playing Priest, I bet. That's why, huh? Your Priest is back. Daring's like, all right.
0: Well, believe it or not, I, I have been playing... So, I did play some Priest, but I still have... playing Warrior? Yeah, Charge Warrior now. <laughs> okay,
1: all right. That, yeah. <laughs> that doesn't surprise me. That, that checks out, Just say That yes. checks out.
0: Yes. That's real nutty.
1: Um, I... Man, I tried it. I... I don't know how I feel about the curse warlock yet. Like, I don't know if I was just playing it wrong or if I was just I couldn't figure out like matchups, but it felt weird. Like it the cards that give the curses that they that they buffed definitely feel better. But I think still as a deck overall, like it just I don't know. There was something about it that I was like, I don't feel like this deck is still super great. Like bottom of tier two, maybe tier three, I feel like, is reasonable. Like it's kind of in the middle. I don't think it's even as good as Rogue. I don't know. It just it felt weird. My problem well, Live
2: oh, I was gonna say the live data for for the Abyssal Curse Warlock deck puts it right at about fifty percent win rate across all ranks. So it is that that very, very, very much feels like it's probably, you know, matchup dependent and very, very kind of, uh, you know, how 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 you end up um, how how well you end up playing it.
0: I just the thing I don't like about it and why I haven't tried it is just it it feels like you can play around it. Like it feels a lot of decks can play around it. How do I play around it? Well, I just leave like one space in my hand and that way you're not, you can't stack curses against me. And most decks can generally fend off their offense with, you know, you know, they, they're, it doesn't have a lot of offense and it's, it's just a lot of reactivity and a lot of removal. And it's like, yeah, okay. You just, put one curse in my hand and put like a two, three on the board, you know, it's like, okay. Yeah, sure. Why not? Like it's like big swings are like require you to have like a lot of space in your hand. Pretty clear. They're playing the business, warlock. Like it, I don't know. It, and some decks can't play around it, but it just, to me, it's just like, I don't like the idea of just, just being like the fate of my game, basically being can my opponent play well in a lot of situations and the ranks where I'm playing I feel like most of the time they can so it's, it's just it's definitely one of those things where I'm like yeah I I don't like the the odds here so I mean it it can win obviously you can do it it's just I don't know something about the deck feels a little weird to me and I'm, I'll probably try it just to try it but I don't know
2: So, I was watching No Hands Gamer um, a day or two, maybe. I, yeah, I want to say it was like Thursday last week. And he was playing this ridiculously low curve priest deck with serpent wig in it and a whole Naga bunch of priest. Naga priest. A <laughs> whole A whole bunch of Naga in there. And I'm like, oh my God, what is going on? It, like, it's like topping out at like four or five mana and it is playing so many Naga and so many wigs and he was winning just like game after game after game. And I get that no hands gamer is really good, but pre- this, this I think this is a legitimate deck. This, this seems like this could be a thing and, and you know, it's got the shard of Nauru so it can, you know silence opponent boards and you can make you could just you could make you can make some pretty big minions pretty quick uh with that deck surprisingly so radiant elemental pretty good when you can then play zero lots of zero mana serpent wigs and stuff so uh have either of you guys played played this deck it looks hard by the way i will say that as well
1: I... I attempted a couple of games.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: And then it didn't go very well and it was like I I don't know how I feel about this. I don't know mm-hmm. if it's the deck or if it's just me because I felt like it was me because it's <laughs> But it, it it was weird. And again, like I think behind Rogue, this Priest deck is seeming like the other one that's um like People are really just chucking cards in and then trying them mm-hmm. and then like shifting it around and then like oh never mind that one's not good now let's try this and like I don't know it's it still feels like it's all over the place I will say though I think the um uh the wig uh, buff not nerf but the wig buff of the added health has now made bless way better too so like yes. you know wig is good now but I think it it's also works so much better with bless and that's why I think we're really seeing this uh yeah. the, pop up so much too th-
2: this is basically inner fire priest this is the the yeah. current yeah. standard they- incarnation of inner fire priest it is find a minion and buff the uh bu- buff the you get to buff both the attack and health with the serpent wigs and then you, yeah, you use bless and, and there's really no removal in here. You have to use your minions as removal and, and it is, uh, it it is, it is something, but yeah, it, it feels very much like inner fire priest. And I wasn't particularly good with that, with that deck back in the day when that was, when that was a thing.
0: Yeah, I've seen I I saw Wicked Good was talking about it and like posting about it and he seems to love it. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's yeah. Just, that yeah. that tracks. Yeah, I yeah. mean, it seems like a, it seems like a really solid deck. I've not played it, but like I'm still kind of catching up from the nerfs or the nerfs and the buffs, so like I haven't tried everything yet, so I I probably will check this out because it does seem like fun. I, I played against it a few times today, and it's just like stacking buffs, and it's just it looks like a whole lot of fun. Shadowward
2: Devour still a really really powerful card. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There you go. And and the the Priestess, the zero mana card that that uh, gives you back mana based on the refreshes an empty mana crystal for each spell you've cast this turn when you're playing zero mana Ser, Ser, serpent wigs that can that can uh, get you a lot of mana back pretty fast so um, but yeah so that that's that paladin is uh, they were pretty good before the balance changes specifically i think the hand buff paladin deck was, was pretty good and and was actually a pretty good counter to to aggro demon hunter uh, that deck is still pretty good. It's it seems to be making a few minor changes to the deck list, but Mech Paladin also very very good right now since since the uh, since since the balance changes. And what's surprising is the Mech list and the and the Handbuff list. A lot of the same cards in there. I mean, I, I would say almost like half the deck almost is is the same between those two. And then it's what you know are you doing doing more hand buffy stuff then then maybe you're throwing a few more mechs in here or, or different hand buff stuff or or you're just doing you know even more mechs and, and that's really the only difference so so you might not even know in the early turns which one of these decks you're playing against until you see some of the some of the like the legendaries the hand buff deck has so many legendaries it's basically like, once you get to four mana and higher, pretty much everything on the hand buff deck is a legendary, <laughs> which is which is pretty crazy. Um, I'm assuming Dragon Rider, you've played some paladin since the since the balance patch.
1: Yes, actually, I I wasn't going to as much because I played paladin like the entire month, <laughs> mm-hmm. so I wasn't going to play as much. But then. I was like, I don't know how you feel about these other decks. I'm just going to go back to Paladin. I know Paladin. Um, And yeah, it still felt fantastic. I mean, yeah, maybe a couple of card adjustments. um, But, I mean, like we talked about, right? (laughs) You get minions down. Typically minions that are buffed. Even at least somewhat. Just a little bit of buffing. And... They have divine shields or you can give them taunt and divine shields. You can play a battleground battle master and then smack for even more. You can play Mr. Smite and <laughs> smack for more. You can play carry all to kind of, uh, slow down what your opponent, you know, is able to do for damage and kind of delay just that little bit. Um, and yeah, like like you said, I mean, the decks are very similar. So I think probably even more so now. Uh, we might even see a shift away from one. They might just kind of become the same deck, I I feel like. Um, but yeah, it still feels great. And again, one of the big reasons why I, I think is you talked about the big priest deck right now is it's not that slower version that's running whirlpools and lots of removal it's a board based thing so you put out multiple taunts especially taunts with divine shield the priest is going to have to make sure that they're running double shard of the naru right (laughs) to even try to get through those and then even if they do they better be killing you because you still have a lot of damage on board um warrior again not really running a lot like there's just not as many um big board aoe type removals and the single target removals don't do enough to keep up with how much paladin's putting out so it just it feels really good right now i think it just it did before it's still pretty unimpacted from all these nerfs so it still feels great.
0: So I've played a little bit of Paladin on my end. Um, I like I like it a lot, and it feels like I can go back and actually play Mech Paladin because I was playing it at the beginning of the month. And oh, oh, does it the playing pure Mech Paladin against Demon Hunter is literally the yeah, worst. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah not, not a good experience
2: yeah, not that was the worst matchup for it <laughs> literally
0: yeah. the worst it was
1: the absolute worst matchup yep
0: and guess what i was saying a whole lot of demon hunter yeah so yeah. it just was Strangely not enough. yeah um so but handbuff still feels good there's a, there's some more um matchups i feel like it struggles with now but i mean Paladin's still really good and it feels good to play paladin, so that radar detectors just nuts. Radar detector is still nuts, so
2: Yeah, I actually crafted a second uh radar d- detector today so that I could try the the Mech Paladin deck um, probably tomorrow but it's I fun. Only had only had pulled one, so I was like, yeah, I probably need this. So
0: would recommend. Uh, yeah. So
2: so Gallen, during his discussion of, of the buffs talked about Hunter needing another viable archetype, specifically if they nerfed Dragon Bane Shot. And oh boy, Big Beast Hunter is definitely a thing. Post uh post balance patch. We talked about it before. Harpoon Gun was good before, it's even better now. You've got these Ashar Saber. Uh, and the Sunken Saber is is an interesting card that you could include, Pet Collector, that sort of thing, and, and like, you know, you have the the big the big uh, the big bear, and I, I've forgotten what it's called now, but you've got the mountain bear, that, yeah, the mountain bear that ha- puts just an absolute ton of of stats and taunt between you and your opponent, and and then you've got. You can put, um, you can even put Crush in the deck, right? So you can, that, he is still, he's still in, he is in standards. So you can, you can even, you can even play him and, and the Hydraladon and that sort of thing. I, I know Sidisi was, was um, promoting a, a big beast hunter early in the month. I think that he got legend with it. It looks really interesting and has like Inman in it, the nine mana card that pulls a beast from your deck. Uh, I have not, and, and Revive Pet, we have Revive Pet as well. So you can you can, uh, resummon some of these uh, beasts that die. So um, so it looks like they did the job. The, the, that, that does seem like it's a deck that is uh, is very ladder viable right now post-Balance Patch. Uh... Either of you have any comments on that? <laughs> yeah,
1: uh, all the man. I love Hunter. It's it's another one that I think people are still experimenting with. Um, I think initially after the patch, there were those like late game versions, like you're talking about, like with Ickman and like real slow greedy things. I haven't seen as many of those lately. I think people have kind of like gone to a more mid-range tempo style you know just focusing on the beasts there's been some lists also that have gone like on hs replay they're calling it face hunter i don't agree with that (laughs) but like they say it's face hunter but it has Hydrolodon and two mountain bears in it I (laughs) "Eh, i don't know like yeah it's it can be fast i i tried it but it did not feel like a face deck. Um, it, it still felt like you were trying to get some value. You know, yeah, you were still trying to go for like early game with like slither spear, get some stuff out. Um, but I will say, I do like harpoon feels great when you pull beasts. The face deck also was only running a few beasts, so I felt like I'd never hit beasts, and it was like, why am I even running this? i like. I just, I was not feeling that version of the deck, um, but there there definitely is a lot of value. And I will say Revive Pet that you mentioned has been one of my favorite cards to be using with beasts uh, lately. The only downside is after you've played Hydralodon, those heads mm. start to kind of clump, you know, clutter up your uh, <laughs> revive pool. And yeah. it does kind of feel bad when you're like, okay, cool, I want this. And you're like, there's a head and then these other two things that I don't give a crap about. Oh, dang it. Like, ah, I didn't want that. Um, right. You know, and as more heads die, right? It's like higher chance you will see a head in those options. Uh, but I think that to me, like, it, it, it just felt good. It hasn't felt as consistent or super overpowered as like Quest Hunter was. But I think that's okay. I think I, th- I, think, I think we're at that point. Like, it's okay. Like, <laughs> Quest Hunter can take a sideline now. And uh, we, we can have some beasts. Um, especially because the Beast Hunter was like one of the big decks that I theorycrafted that I played at the very beginning of the expansion. It's so, like... I. It's kind of you know got a special place in my heart. I'm like I want this to be good, um, but yeah, it's kind of it's kind of felt like tier two ish to me.
0: Yeah, I think it's. I've played against it. It seems like that I've played against like the more mid rangey style, and it feels good. Like oh, yeah. to answer your question, it is still a three attack weapon. <laughs> the Harpoon Gun is yeah. still a three attack weapon. It's still. Can put in some some real work just swinging face, so I get why people want to like, kind of just go face. So, um, but I mean the deck just that that whole package, you know, the, that being a four four, the uh, the the pet tamer coming out and that just like pulling something and it being a four four makes it so much more viable. So it's very cool to see Hunter get that other viable format that is like people are playing it's getting played so it's cool to see not quest hunter i love it i love not playing quest hunter (laughs) so um it's nice to see that, that little change up and and that it's good and that it's a viable deck so i feel
2: like the only quest deck that's actually seeing some play right now is actually quest warrior uh, and I, and I can't say that I've actually seen much of it to be perfectly honest. I I, I see it on the live data showing up being a you know being a plus fi, you know fifty plus percent win rate deck, but it feels like most of the the warrior that we're seeing is the control warrior, whether it be Kazakazan or the deck you were talking about, the charge warrior with the Kal- Captain Galvinger. Uh, I have you done some ridiculous brand galvinger uh faceless manipulator or something and and hit somebody for like 18 or or 27 damage in one turn with that deck yet daring
0: i haven't done so the deck i'm running is not running brand i in okay. uh, honestly i don't feel like brand adds that much to it personally okay. but i did do a turn where i had like i think it was 5 smites in the battleground battle master <laughs> jesus christ <laughs> it was it was 4 smites excuse me it was 4 smites oh, because yes. because the natural one nelly and then the two faceless manipulators mm. and, yeah sure so. So I guess that's what uh, twelve apiece, so forty eight damage. So it's it's not it's not that insane. Like it's like, <laughs> <laughs> Jesus
2: Christ! Oh my goodness!
0: I mean it, it is it's very good. Um. Oh, and the other thing I threw down that was a turn where I threw down a uh, another one mana pirate from the uh, the three four that gives you plus two attack so like it, it was i mean i did a lot of damage i'm not going to say it, like but that deck draws fast and has enough removal that like it little bits of chip damage that the lethals can come out of nowhere you don't necessarily need the full combo you don't necessarily like mr smites can get the job done so like yeah i think it's fun i've seen the smite or the uh to be fair, the only way I think brand is like you could justify brand is like with the school teacher. The brand, it's school teaching brand, uh, is really good. So that's that's still, and then the obvious refill with Nelly. If you can do brand Nelly, that's also a very good combination to hit if you have the hand space. Yeah. So,
2: Dragon Rider, any comments about Warrior?
1: You know, I honestly haven't played much of the Warrior, and I feel like I've seen a little bit less of it. Uh, I, I don't know if either of you have kind of had that experience. I keep seeing the stats saying Charge Warrior, but, like, I have not faced a single Charge Warrior. It's all Control Warriors when I do see them. Mm. I'm, like, <laughs> just one of these times, I'm like, I kind of want to see one, but I don't know where they all went i don't know maybe i'm just at a point in legend where they're either like all at the much higher legend or you know (laughs) or something but uh i feel like i've seen even less warrior uh since the the patch and i don't maybe it's just that people are experimenting with other stuff now but it's it's been interesting i don't think i expected to see less warrior
2: no i i wouldn't have expected that either um one one final quick note i i do want to point out and it actually is something daring that you a card you just mentioned actually it is the card that i feel like i've seen a ton of since the balance patch that was not on the nerf list wasn't on the buff list was school teacher it seems like everybody is playing school teacher now now that yeah. they have enough time to breathe and uh aren't worried about uh drek thark Throwing some three, three, three mana minions down your throat early. Uh, it's in warrior. It's in priest. It's in druid. It's in you know shaman. Oh, shaman. It's it, it's it's everywhere, and it, and it feels like I think I think I saw Saddle, and I've seen a bunch of other people say throughout this expansion since it launched how cool a card School Teacher is, but it could never seem to get enough. Play because because the decks that it would need to be in just couldn't see the light of day because of aggro demon hunter uh but we'll, but we're definitely seeing it seeing it now it, it's it's in this hunter list this big beast hunter list I'm looking at here too so it, it, and um mage obviously as well because of the uh you know the the siren and everything it's so it's it, it's it's everywhere it's, it I think this is going to be like the card for this set this neutral that neutral cards going to just be kind of ubiquitous until the, the next expansion yeah what you guys think
0: i agree 100 percent because it's the the it's one of those things where it's discovering with less pool you have more of a chance to get what you're looking for if there's something you're looking for in there like warrior if you're playing like the control warrior anything that gives you armor Charge Warrior, anything that gives you armor plus to the front. If you get a one mana to the front, you're gonna be you're gonna be pretty happy about that. So and there's just a lot of good cheap spells that reducing it down to either one mana and the fact that it is a spell that you don't have to cast. Right, it is. It can play around, it can play around Blade Master. It can also be just a throwaway. It can be a card in your hand to block against mutinous. It's just very flexible. Plus, it's a 5 4 for 4. It's a Naga. It's a type minion. Like, it's just, there's like literally a, almost no downside right now in the meta for playing school teachers. So.
1: Yeah, I feel like we talked about how good it was going to be, like, when we did our set review. Because I think we all looked at that and it was like, this seems like a pretty good card, right? right? And then like especially talking about it being in a four set and like all those benefits that Daring just listed. Yeah, I'm I am not surprised to see a good neutral being used in multiple decks. I think I think you're absolutely right though. We we just we needed the right meta for it and it was way too fast before for school teacher to really do much. It still was seeing a little bit of play, but just not as much because yeah most decks that wanted to use it couldn't really get to that point in the game but now we yeah. are and now it's everywhere for better or worse <laughs> i'll say that i don't like that uh warlock can use it to discover <laughs> uh the oh gosh what's the one that just got changed
0: the uh,
1: uh i'm trying to blank on the name let me go back to the...
0: Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Scrolling uh, up.
1: Dragged below. Yeah. Because it was four, so it couldn't discover it, but now it can. So you actually can get extra curses mm. now from that. And, uh, yeah, it's uh, uh, I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> don't like that. All right.
2: Well, did you guys have any final thoughts or uh, on the first look at the, the new meta? Or uh, should I move on to the poll question for
0: this F- one? Final thoughts? Suck it, Aggro Demon Hunter. See you later. <laughs> yeah,
1: me- meta feels really different. To-
2: Good. Yeah, I really <laughs> wanted to get to 500 wins with Demon Hunter before that happened. <laughs> oh,
1: I- I I'm am, sorry. I am
2: still like 80, 80 short, so I did not get so enough, nice. enough games in, so all right the poll question for this week we want to know from you which of these previously low played classes benefited the most from the balance changes so it is the the, the three low win rate classes like we talked about last week that are, seem to be doing better now it, it's rogue it's warlock it's priest so vote Tell us who you think benefited the most from the balance changes, and we will talk about the results on next week's show.
0: Speaking of the show, you can find us on Twitter at Dr3HS. You can email us at Dr3HS at gmail.com. Follow our top pin tweet to join the Dr3 Discord, and you can find me on Twitter at DaringAlkaline, and most days during the week on lunch. Uh, Twitch.tv forward slash daring outline. Dragon Rider, where can we find you?
1: You can find me on Twitter at Donnie DK, D A W N I E D K. Uh, Twitch and YouTube at Dragon Rider DK. Uh, find me casting this weekend. And also, I forgot to mention last week, but I have started on a, a little journey uh, with the Eternal card game. Uh, at the time that I was streaming, which was like, what? It's been almost two weeks now, I think. Um, yeah,
0: that sounds right. I
1: had, yeah. I, I started doing some streams with Eternal. At that point, I had five and a half weeks from that point that I was learn- starting the game, starting brand new. And in mid-June, I'm going to be casting some Eternal. So uh put out one video so far, but I'm going to be trying to do a little bit of content kind of on, on my journey of going from... Brand new player to casting in a short time, so
0: awesome! And mage, take us home. Uh, You can
2: find me talking
0: about Hearthstone and
2: a lot of Battlegrounds. I've been playing a lot of Battlegrounds. I'm up over forty-four hundred. Nice, right now, which is like pretty good. Actually, yeah, looks like it's in the top fifty percent of, according to HS Replay, which I've never been. In my entire time playing battlegrounds so i i'm pretty happy with how that's going playing um sea of thieves and other games uh you can find me talking about that at mage death and we released our second to last episode of the phases of the moon knight podcast podcast which is about the moon knight character we got the most recent issues that you know you can probably go to your comic book store and find right now And uh, we talked about those, and we're going to be doing a big wrap-up to the entire Moon Knight uh, catalog on June 6th. And then we will be announcing a new character that we're going to be um, following going forward. So I am really excited about that. If you're into into comic books, please come check us out. We are at Faces of MK. And...
0: It was wonderful being back this week. And thank you for tuning in. And as always, you've been listening to Dr. 3.
2: Does anyone know how to say
1: bomb? Spell bomb? Anybody?